What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a very merry episode of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. I'm joined, as always, by this gang of three. Maybe always, maybe not forever. Who knows what the future holds? But to my left is Daniel Roy Lobdell Jr. I guess I can never say always and forever again. <laughs> uh, yeah, for factual situations. Uh, to my left is Daniel Roy Lobdell Jr. You may know him as the Wrestling Nomad on Twitter. To my right is Stephen Kyle Bracky, father of one. So far, yeah. Straight away, father of three, David Dylan Duncan Bray. That's right. And we're gonna have Saint Nicholas on. We're having our first ever. Um, Intervention on Flow Wrestling Radio Live, which is surprising. You just it's, been, thought it's been far too long. 441 episodes, there's no one to intervene with. <laughs> you would have thought it would have happened, but it hasn't happened until now. And this is an actual real intervention for, for Justin Hale. He doesn't know he's coming in on an intervention. Justin Hale works here behind the dirt guy. He's wrestling at Senior Nationals. And we think this is a horribly catastrophic idea. We don't want him to do it, so we're having an intervention. He thinks he's just coming on to talk about the event. I hope he's not listening right now. That would be the spoiler alert, but he didn't didn't know that before when I said it, so I don't think he really listens. Um, thanks a lot, man. Wow. Maybe I have an intervention for him, not listening to FRL. Uh, we'll, we'll table that. Prioritize and execute. First priority is get him to not wrestle this weekend and not die, which is top of mind for me. Mm-hmm. We all have uh, written statements that we're prepared to deliver. But we have to start with a slightly less important thing, the Senior Nationals. They're this weekend in Fort Worth, Texas. Not Dallas, not Austin, but in Texas, deep in the heart of Texas. And is, Hold on. Is Texas becoming um, the United States wrestling hotbed? Final X Round Rock. We're, we're here. Number one pound-for-pound pound high school recruit in the country. A.J. Ferrari. Bo Nickel. Pro Nickel. Number one pound-for-pound pound MMA recruit. Hometown Houston, right? Oh, wait. Home, no. Got confused. <laughs> Dallas. Got confused. Sorry. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, it's about the lie. There's a case to be made, uh, more so than West Virginia and maybe even Virginia. I'd, I never claimed it to be. Uh, well, I'm just saying. Why are you firing shots right well, now? No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right. So, let's go. Um, start at 57. We've been kind of beating around the bush with these predictions, right? We haven't put anything on wax what everyone wants the or not everyone really maybe even cares what we're going to pick but it's the discussion who is going to win 57 kilograms who's going to come out on top this mega bracket with six ncaa champions which includes the following spencer lee nick soriano nathan tomasello zane richards nishan garrett darian cruz vito arugio uh and i'll stop there but Corey clark's also an ncaa champion a lot of really really good guys Mm -hmm. okay let's start with the wrestling nomad a man with uh, never scared to get a takeoff. Why don't you go? My 57-kilo champion wow. is... You're just going straight to it. Now I'm going to tell a story. You're not going to craft something. A quarter semifinal situation. Mr. Storylines himself <clears throat> says no. Okay, that's fine. All right, well, I'll break down the bracket individually, starting in round one. No. Quirk uh... <laughs> <laughs> Clark will have a pigtail. He will get the winner of Frank Perillo and Alan Waters. That's the kind of detail we're looking for. I predict a triumphant return for the man who will become the greatest Hawkeye of all time, Spencer Lee. Wow. Wow. Holy buckets. Okay. Well, I guess that technically was a little more than just saying he's going to (laughs) win. Greatest Hawkeye of all time. Not yet. He will be there, though. Nomad did one time post a picture on Flow Wrestling 
<laughs> after Spencer Lee's first ever varsity match. There was a picture of him and Royce Alger, right? Yep. And what it say? It said, uh, former Hawkeye legend meets future Hawkeye legend. And he'd wrestled exactly one varsity match. <laughs> for about... He pinned Rayvon Foley immediately. 48 seconds. <laughs> Classic 48 second pinfall. I remember people were like, oh, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Oh, listen. Da, da, da. listen, he called his shot. Yeah. Thank you, Nomad, for doing so. You know, best version time, right? I'll give a little more. I'll give a little more than that. Um, Jeez. I think Soriano and Tomasello is a crazy close match. I think it's. I think that is not a coin flip, but I'd say I'm reducing the percentage, 55 percent lean towards Soriano. I I think a potential veto Soriano quarter is amazing, and we must remember this is eons ago, but it happened. Millennia. He beat Vito beat him at uh, Journeyman. The fall of 2015? Yeah. Fall of 2015. Yep. Okay. Well, well before I worked here. Yeah. Man, you were just a, a twinkle in your father's eye at that point in time. Not really. <laughs> um, but Vito's really good still, and so is Nick. And Vito's a very seasoned freestyler. He's made world teams. He's beaten a lot of really good guys to make world teams. So... That is cannot be a discounted quarter if it happens. Now, I will pick Nick Soriano because I think positionally I don't see Vito breaking through that able to score, right? If you remember, it was, a, it was actually a mat exchange that Vito won. I think he got a re- late reversal, reversal yeah. to win the match. For the record, Nick then beat him less than a month later at Super 32. He beat – yeah, that Super 32 had Dayton Fix, Vito Rujal, Caden – Gefeller, Luke Karam, and Nick Soriano. One where, super I think that was where Karam beat Dayton. Karam, Karam yeah. did beat Dayton. And Dayton beat G. Yeah, crazy. Crazy bracket. Very good bracket. But I have Soriano <laughs> winning there. I have Tomasello getting by Darian Cruz once again. And then Nick slightly, very close, 2-2 criteria win or a 3-2. It, it's going to be tight. Mm-hmm. It's going to be tight, right? And And – so, yeah, that's that. Spencer will be less tested, I believe. Zane versus Nishan is going to be a close match. I actually think Nishan wins that this time around. Yeah. And if you go back and rewatch the match, which I we did, mm-hmm. I felt like Nishan was owed some points he did not receive. There was certainly an exchange where either Nishan should have gotten points or Zane Richards is a literal ninja. Uh, because of the way his body both? maneuvered. I think it was a both situation because I um, – yeah. So in in light of that and in light of it's another rep for Nashawn down at 57, I just tend to skew a little more towards the positive on Nashawn when maybe I shouldn't. But the talent and the things I've seen him do can blind a little bit, <laughs> right? So I think Nashawn over Zane in that quarter and then – Spencer over Nishan in a match that will probably be high scoring, at least for Spencer, right? Just given the defensive issues Nishan can sometimes have, but he might sting him for a double or something or reattack. But I think Spencer is going to get to the ties, get to his leg attack, and uh, there it is. So Lee Suriano, and we're talking best version. 
super close match, but I think Spencer just has another takedown. Uh, he has one, at least one more takedown than Nick, and that's not even factoring in the parterre thing, which I, I'll give the most charitable interpretation of Nick Soriano's parterre um, defense, and that it's really good. And even still, I think Spencer could turn him. We've we've literally never seen Soriano and parterre. First of all, I thought we were going to make our picks and then circle back around and do this. That's why. Okay. I, that's why I only went Spencer. What? So got it. That's why I didn't go as he tells you. That's okay. Um, but. We've literally never seen Nick Sirianni's parterre defense. Akron, you know, and that was 2014, so even if there was, you'd completely throw that data out. We mentioned the Cologne thing yesterday, and then he got taken down by Zach Sanders on the edge. So he wasn't put his, back down. His head was out. So we, we have absolutely no data. We assume that just because Nick is a tremendous competitor because of, you know, kind of how he always prepares for things, that he probably – Will not give up easy turns. Yeah. However, Spencer's lace, yeah, can be otherworldly. Uh, yeah. If Nick doesn't do a stand up, I'm gonna be really pissed. Yeah, he better. If hit he a gets stand on up. bottom, he better hit a stand Feel up. Hands. Yeah. Um, maybe to a switch, get to the standing, hit a standing switch. Mm. Still only one. It's only one though, <laughs> in uh, freestyle. Unfortunately, no standing reversals. No standing reversals. Um, I, I'm gonna take Spencer. Wow. I. I know it's been a while, and when he the last time he did wrestle freestyle, it wasn't nearly as good as competition as he's going to have this weekend. Um, but he has continued to get better. He has he hasn't just stopped wrestling freestyle; like he's yeah. obviously been doing it in the room and everything. Um, and I like uh, his parterre game. Take Spencer Lee over Nick Suriano. Wow. Okay, let's go so, to David Brady. First. The Lee Suriano match. You know, we've seen that three times in the past, dating all the way back to Super 32, 2012. And, like, man, that rivalry is is heated. Those guys are both, like, normally relatively measured on the mat. But when they – like, you look at the celebrations each guy had way back, like, in high school when they – or actually Spencer was in middle school the first time they met. But they get, like, extra amped up for this matchup. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited about the match, first of all. But – Biggest question for me is like, we've never seen Suriano and Spencer hit in freestyle and the takedowns for Spencer are, are super hard earned against Suriano. And I wonder what the edge of the mat will potentially add to this match. Um, Suriano's super positionally sound. And if he can get his way like to a leg, he doesn't have to finish if he can get a step out and that could change this entire match. That for me feels like the, potential path of victory for Soriano. But I, I think Lee has too many tools in freestyle, especially, and you guys mentioned parterre. So I'm going with Spencer, but um, I, I think Soriano has clear paths to victory in this match. And, and uh, But I'm still going to pick Spencer. I, just, I do think Soriano can do it. I'm glad you mentioned the extended takedowns because um, somebody did the – it was you, yeah, okay, that did the complete Spencer Lee-Nick Soriano rivalry. And if you go back and watch the NCAAs, those were – 20, 30-second finishes, mm -hmm. and obviously they're folk-style finishes because both times Sariana rolls, so it's going to be a little different finish. But um, Spencer's an excellent scrambler. Again, we have the, like you mentioned, the edge that could change things where maybe he just takes the one. Yep. Obviously, you know, he's going to push the two. Uh, so, yeah, I just I, – I think everything here favors um, Spencer. Now, with the, the Nation match, he's maybe the only one that can do this. I think we brought this up yesterday when we were talking about the Midlands 133 bracket. 
Right. One of the few ways that Spencer gets taken down, because he very rarely gets taken down, is when guys go crossbody and throw the boot in. Yeah, on and, a single wizard boot in. And Nashon's length might be the only one that could potentially do that. I've never seen him do anything like that. I haven't either. I'm just thinking of yeah. ways he could get to him. Yeah. That that's that's the only thing that I could because otherwise I just everything for me leans Spencer. Between the parterre, between the fact that with with you know, his carry he can get a four, you know, the fireman's um and and parterre and, and how good he is at uh defending leg attacks, everything for me lean Spencer. And NATO being potentially opposite, I think is is uh that's beneficial to his path, right? Because yeah. NATO's someone that's wrestled Spencer tough. He's beaten him before. Mm-hmm. Which he's taking is, him down. He's taking him down, which is very rare. And that's that's one thing that gets overlooked by, from Spencer is like when he's on, his defense is so good. He's tough to get to him when you get to him, he's got a lot of things he can do to make things difficult. We went back and remember we were watching that NATO takedown from Big Tens when he beat him and uh that would have been four in freestyle, too. Yeah. The way he kind of sat him down. Right, kind of cracked down finish. But what, my thing with Spencer, I can never get – I bet if we if you go back and watch my predictions for Spencer Lee matches, I feel like I'm always wrong. <laughs> I, when I pick him to win, he loses. When I pick him to lose, he wins. I'm 0 for NCAAs with him, right? Um, I think I picked him to win, like, Midlands and things like that. So I, I don't – I never really – I never really know. So, but for NCAAs, I'm not doing it again. I'm going to pick him to win NCAAs no matter what happens. But um, I, it does make me feel like he's just one of those guys I feel like I just don't have a good – I don't have a good read on him mm-hmm. ever. Are we? So we're all picking Spencer. It yep. sounds that way. Yeah. Okay. So I think secondarily, I would like to do this. You guys don't have to. Stack rank who is most likely to knock him off. Hmm. Acknowledging that we're all still picking Spencer to win, but the person with the best odds knock him off, because I actually lean NATO over Suriano in freestyle. I actually agree with that. I actually agree with that, but I don't think he'll beat him. Right? Do you, are you, do you agree with that? Yeah. yeah. Again, uh, picking Spencer all the way. Just if just, I think to make it interesting to kind of think about where where we're where we're leaning who's second here. I think NATO has a better shot of beating him in freestyle, partially because of what Bracky mentioned. I mean, that lefty high C, number one, like, if you go back and watch the Zane Richards match, like, it's just muscle memory. He just turns it on. Um, And that would kind of get him up off the mat, which, as we mentioned, Spencer's really good scrambling and fighting off leg attacks. And then if he can get it into a four. um, So I think it's it's Nato, Suriano, Nashon. I completely agree with that. Because how is Nick going to take him down? That's that's what I can't. Like – the only way I could see him winning is like off like shot clock point where there's an exchange kind of on the edge and he gets a step out yeah. or Which something like that. Nick is smart enough to be able to do. He so. he would have to he would have to get three step outs I'd say mm-hmm. to do that. I just because you gotta imagine Spencer's Spencer's gonna, get, gonna take, get at least one takedown. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. And and with Suriano because so much of his stuff comes off that go behind, mm-hmm. right? And Spencer Lee just doesn't really take bad shots. Like even when even when he loses matches, it's not necessarily because he's taking bad shots. Right. When Spencer shoots, it is 
clean. High percentage. Yeah. Who put New Jersey for life in I, here for <laughs> Nick Seriano? I did because it's un- unattached. <laughs> I don't know what. Who knows his affiliation? I'm, I'm not as certain. I'm not as certain that that Spencer is guaranteed to take down against Seriano. I, That's I, mean, a I know great he's. Point. I know he's gotten to those in the past. Suriano doesn't give up a lot of takedowns. Like mm-hmm. that that's that's for me where I feel like he might not need three step outs, he might need one. You know, he he might, I, I don't know. I can I can see Suriano staying in position enough to avoid the takedown. Um, and that that makes me more optimistic for Suriano even though I still pick Spencer. He, I I think he can avoid the takedown altogether potentially. Yeah, you could be right. Um if I'm stack ranking the guys most likely to beat Spencer I would say Nato, Nick, um, and I would say Zane Richards before Nishan even. Really? Yeah, I think I would. So, yeah. But so then we're all kind of saying. I'm with you. I like your order, Nomad. Spencer distances himself from Nishan. I, I think so. Maybe not score-wise. but I think a six-minute match, match yeah. Nishan's going to make a mistake that Spencer brutally punishes, whereas Zane Richards is less likely to make that. St. Richard's a guy that gets gets out to big leads sometimes, right, and can struggle to finish matches, which that could rear itself highly, very negatively against someone like Spencer. But at the same time, I'm I wonder, um, yeah, I just I think that's a, I just think it's a better matchup, and I wor- I worry and wonder about Vito as well, mm-hmm. just given his overall talent level and freestyle <laughs> acumen. And then before we go on sixty five. Who qualifies? Who qualifies? So, all right. Spencer, Nick Soriano, Nathan Tomasello. Wow. And then, now, Nashon has already qualified, yep. so he would steal a spot, oh, block sick. a spot, um, whatever you want to say. Well, then you're but, down to four spots. Right. But so then you're looking at <laughs> Zane, Darian, Vito, maybe a Josh Rod or, or a Pirelli. I'll say Zane, Vito are the other, are the five. Yeah. And I, I'm not necessarily putting Nishan. I mean, you know, Nishan, I maybe sound like I'm all over the place with him because I am all over the place, and Nishan's all over the place. So that's why. Um, but I could see it being Spencer, Soriano, Nato, Zane, Vito. And, and again, with with Nation already qualified, he does have the luxury. Say he say he beats Zane in the quarters, avenges that loss in the fair, loses to Spencer. He could go, okay, I got my competition in, you know, I'll I'd forfeit out, and so he he wouldn't factor in there. I think the top three, you know, top three seeds definitely all qualify. Lee Seriano, Tomasello, and then yeah, I think I think it's Zane and Darian, um, or excuse me, Zane and Vito. Because I just I have a feeling Darian's gonna lose one in there, and then um, I don't know. Nation being already qualified, I think, is less incentive for him to wrestle back. Right. Because this is clearly just reps for him. Reps. Also, I mean, also seed. Right. Bunch. There's a bunch of things. Seed and and you're keeping you're making it so there's one less person in the bracket. Sure. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe he does wrestle back. I think there's there's great value in wrestling back for top five. You're good. Mm-hmm. I promise you, Nishan, you are gonna keep someone really good. From qualifying, you're right, and you may be keeping them from ever qualifying if they're not an NCAA wrestler and they not don't do it at last chance. And at least makes them make weight another time and have to go to another competition. Yeah, that's the week before. Yeah, yeah, trials. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Nation, Nation's gonna wrestle back. Wrestle back. Uh, okay, so that's 57. 
Uh, anything to add there? No, just it's it's always unnerving when we're all on the same page because then oh yeah, <laughs> none of this is happening, <laughs> right? That's for sure. Yeah, um, but that's all we can do. All right, sixty-five kilowatts. Yanni, J.O., Molinaro, Henderson, Ironman, McKenna, Meredith, Ben Whiffer, Dom Demas, Dean Heil, Nick Lee, Jason Ness. He won the Hodge. Colton McChrystal, Sean Foz. Uh, he was the 12, and he won the Hodge. So that's just a little perspective there. So, uh, N- Nomad, why don't you kick it off again? Um, I'm going with Yanni. Uh, just kind of based on everything that I saw from the Open, uh, I just believe he has – Separate himself from those guys. Plus, what we saw at uh, Yasher Doe. I do think that the J.O. Yanni match will be much closer this time around. Again, I think the score was slightly misleading. I think J.O. is in maybe the best shape we've ever seen him in. Um, it seems like Kenny Monday and, and the Tar Heel staff have really placed an emphasis on his cardio uh, as well as the weight not being a thing for him, which I think kind of plays in together that affected him in the past. Mm-hmm. And I just, I think J.O. has the Molnaro thing figured out. I know he had the blip at the in Raleigh at the trials, but we've seen it five, six times now, and overwhelmingly, J.O. gets twos and Molnaro gets ones. And number one, it adds up quickly, so, you know, Molnaro has to get multiple step outs, and J.O. has criteria. And I think we're going to see it again. I think it's going to be another 5 4 4 4 match where J.O. has two takedowns and Molnaro has three, four step outs, a shot clock, maybe a takedown. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to go Yanni. I'm going to go chalk Yanni over J.O. in the finals, much closer than their open match. Um, and yeah, I hope Evan Henderson. Oh, wait. Did that flip? Jaden Ironman and Joey McKenna? I didn't flip it. I just copy and paste it from the FRL doc, 440. Hmm. 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 I was going to say, I hope Ever- uh, Henderson and McKenna meet again in the quarterfinals, but it now says Ironman McKenna. So, oh. anyway, I got Yanni over JL. Okay, I'll go. So, I don't know who's going to make the team. If I had to guess, <laughs> um, I think my pick is for Yanni to make the team. But... Something something in my mind hmm. makes me think Jordan Oliver is going to get this done. I think he's obviously in a good situation. Maybe it's a recency thing hearing from him. Maybe it's knowing, admittedly, J.O. got the better of Yanni in their training in the past. Um, I think <clears throat> I think it's like – it's almost like the Yanni-Zane thing, right? Like where – as they continue to adjust to each other, right? You see kind of different results, mm-hmm. and I see Jo making some making some changes here, changing it up, and I see him I see him taking this one. I think he beats Molinero again. I think it's it's established, even though the matches are numerically close. That he's he's just a little he knows how to beat Molinero, and Molinero just struggles to get those high scores. He just gets all those ones, so. I don't know. I think it's a little bit gut, a little bit like just kind of the timing. I think it makes sense. Um, I still think Yanni is like overall probably the best guy. But I just think this time, this weekend, 
J.O. gets it done against Yanni. So I got a couple questions there. Okay. Number one, Yanni missed the Feral because he was dinged up. Mm-hmm. How healthy is he? Mm-hmm. Which is not necessarily a question for you to answer, just posing out to the world. Number two, J.O., and he's acknowledged this, has sometimes not competed consistently. Right. And I think it has affected him in the past, and that is specifically why he came here. He said, I need to stay on the mat. I need to stay competing because sometimes I've had really good training, really good results, and then I stopped and things got away from me. Mm-hmm. So that kind of backs up what you're, what you're saying there. Yeah. Um, and then, but then number three, what I actually want you to answer, you immediately went to who's going to make the team. Mm-hmm. So you think J.O. wins here and makes the team? No. Um, or you were just you were just kind of. I was just saying overall, my view of sixty five is this. Mm-hmm. I view it this way, but I just think this weekend, right down. now, uh, mid December, I think Jo wins it, and I think that's something we've seen Jo. Jo's looked like the best guy in the country many times, never at the trials. Have never, we? Uh, never at the trials does he look like the best guy? But he's done it. But he's been a favorite or someone that many people picked going mm-hmm. into to back to twenty sixteen and. 14, 15, 13, 14, 15. Like, everyone was like, he's in the mix. He's in the mix. Uh, and a lot of people's picked to win it, and it never happened. But I do think he could do it here. I will pose you one more question before Bracky goes. Please pose. How many tournaments have we seen Yanni not win since 2013, 2014-ish? Flow Nationals, uh, I think a Super 32 maybe in there. No, he won every time. Because um, the, the only two I can come up with are senior, uh, juniors. In Vegas. The, the juniors where he lost to Ironman <laughs> on the strange call and then beat him on the backside, and then the one where he lost to Deacon. Mm-hmm. Yanni frequently comes through tournaments and wins. He's a, he's great in tournaments. Well, so I get where you're, I, what you know, you're getting, getting at there. Well, yeah, he's really good in tournaments. But, mm-hmm. I mean, Jordan Oliver wins a lot of his tournaments too. And also, Jordan Oliver, while he maybe loses more at tournaments because he's been on the senior level wrestling better guys for a much longer period of time. So yeah, I throw that out. A little, little I, different. Those guys, it, Yanni makes it far because he has a style that can beat so many different types of wrestlers, mm-hmm. as does Jordan Oliver. That's going to be the final, right? Yeah. So, like, the thing you're describing is, like, the how their ability to navigate the bracket. I don't think mm-hmm. there's any question that these guys are going to navigate it, mm-hmm. right? Especially with this field, if you throw a Zane in there. And I think that's maybe the only other big player at this weight, and maybe it's a little different, but I think he's making the final. J.O.'s making the final. I just think on this time, this occasion, it's it's J.O.'s turn. The, the other thing about this bracket, and I'm sorry, Bracket, I know I keep not letting you go, but the fact that J.O. is the two mm-hmm. and has to get Bryce instead of McKenna, um, who I know Molnar has beaten, or, you know, like in Ironman, I just think that's a slightly easy, easier path it's favorable, for him. favorable, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Molnaro, because Molnaro-Henderson <clears throat> was an absolute war, and I think it's going to be close to McKenna, too, and so I think he's just going to be a little more beat up going into that semi. So, yeah, that I do agree that's definitely going to be the final. Sorry, Brack, you can go ahead now. All good. Uh, I was working on top potential matchups or matchups we want to see uh, this weekend, and obviously I want to see another J.O. Frank Molinero match, after, especially after kind of the stuff that happened after the match last time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found they wrestled – I could find four matches from tw- 2015 on where they've met in freestyle. All of them are decided by two points or less, and J.O. has two wins on criteria. Man. Um, and mm-hmm. J.O. does lead the series 3-1, though. Um, but I I knew J.O. led the series. I didn't remember them being like that – like 
two point or two criteria wins. Uh, but I think J.O. gets past him in the semis. And then um, I've kind of developed a rule where I just don't pick against Yanni. Because <laughs> it usually it, it doesn't lose very often. I and don't very often. I, I watched, I watched um, Yanni J.O. again last night. And um, I forgot that it was tied at the break. And then Yanni outscored him 12-1 to 1 in about a minute and a half. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm sure this is a better version of J.O., I believe that, um, especially after listening to the interview with Bader and how he looked at Farrell and everything. I just – I think Yanni finds a way to get it done. Yanni has not competed since – Since Final X Wilkes Bear. Uh, Final X Wilkes. So, yeah. I think – Final X Wilkes Bear. Uh, <clears throat> I think that's that helps Jordan too. Sure. Jordan wrestled at Farrell. Jordan's been mm-hmm. able to compete, and, and Yanni hasn't. So, I don't know. I may be the only one that picks Jordan Oliver. I don't you know, know but uh, – Christian, you mentioned that that like kind of right now in this moment, Oliver's looking really good, and I feel like this is a weight class where we've had over the last few years a lot more instances of like this version of this guy is the guy that's that's winning, right? I mean, you think about Molinero's emergence in 2016. I mean, he was a nine seed, and it was like all of a sudden, oh, okay, we got a new version of this guy, mm-hmm. and he's like a serious contender. Um, Oliver's had moments like that, and really, Yanni. Was, was that way this spring when he came off an NCAA finals match that was, like, super close. And I think people were wondering, is he, like, is he all the way ready for senior-level freestyle? And then the run that he went on at the U.S. Open was, like, was unbelievable. Um, but I but I get that same feeling about Jordan Oliver that you have, that, that right now he looks so locked in. His his Bill Farrell performance was, was you know, other than Molinero's pace and giving up some pushouts, which I think Oliver gave up because he Calculated. knew that he could. He mm-hmm. knew he had the luxury to do that. Um, he looked basically flawless. And for that reason, I'm going with Oliver over Yanni in the finals here. Um, and yeah, I, I feel like I don't know what's going to happen at the trials either, just because this weight class, like the tides seem to shift so often. But I, I think Oliver this weekend is is ready to go. I do also think to that point, the fact that it goes back to the old trials process where they're all they all have to be in the bracket together and go through it at the same time mm-hmm. favors Yanni and Jo over Zane. Um, obviously, Zane makes incredible adjustments and uh, was able to avenge losses to Jo, avenge loss to Yanni, um, and has been on two world teams now. So I know we're getting ahead of ourselves there, but just kind of looking down the road, I think that's going to impact on Zane plus. J.O. and Yanni getting to, you know, J.O. now getting to go through two tournaments to simulate trials and Yanni getting to go through this one to simulate. So um, I think this will be good for both of them come April. Okay. And then uh, qualifiers? Qualifiers. Um, I'll say, yeah, Yanni, J.O. blocks a spot. Uh, Frank Molinaro. Henderson. And last one, McKenna. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Henderson looked so damn good um, at at uh, Bill Farrell. Demas, with where he falls in the bracket, I would like I would pick him, but at the nine, just where he's. I mean, I don't even know if he's going to be able to beat Whitford. That's that's also going to be a ludicrous match. Um, and then you know, then he's dropping down after round sixteen. So I would say he could sneak up into that. Six spot, but I don't know that he's going to be able to beat um, Ironman and McKenna and 
you know, oh yeah, Nick Lee's in there. I know he beat Nick Lee, but so. Bracky. I totally agree with you. McKenna, to me, the last spot that, since J.O. blocks the spot, will come down to McKenna Ironman, and McKenna has kind of owned that matchup. Mm -hmm. And if he, and if McKenna comes back, um, you know, if, if McKenna drops that quarter to, to Molinero and then comes back through, he'll have the Constellation Semi with probably Henderson. Uh, so I, 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 I mean, that was a match that Henderson won last time. So that's yeah. that's kind of the thing that makes me nervous about um, about picking him, although he, he will have the chance to wrestle fifth, sixth match against Think about this. Probably that's Iron precisely Man. why I like Henderson to qualify, too. Yeah, I do, too. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that, too. Picture a world right now. 65's over. Jaden Ironman outside the top five. Not qualified for the Olympic trials. Could put himself in a position for an additional attempt at making the Olympic trials <laughs> by throwing his hat in the ring at 141 pounds. Do mm-hmm. it. Definitely. Hey, I'm not saying. I'm just looking at it from a pragmatic standpoint. You're not saying. You're just saying. I'm not saying. I am just saying. Okay. It would be especially spicy after what we talked about yesterday with Midlands if they go, <laughs> if Mid, you know, Iowa wins Midlands by 70, and then it's like, <clears throat> oh yeah, he's on our team now. Clink, clink, boots walking in. Doors swing open. Jaden Ironman. Whatever happened to those doors? Those kind of doors, they're only like here to here, and mm-hmm. you swing them open. Saloon and you can doors, make, yeah. You, no, you cannot make a dramatic entrance. There's anymore. a new sheriff in town at 141, boys. Yeah. Oh, perfect. He would wear spurs in it and the whole the whole get up. So I, I think that's something to monitor, right? Um, I, I don't know. And, I wonder that about I wonder that about a number of guys, right? If something goes haywire and Suriano is like outside the top five, like you know, even yeah. somebody like Vito. I mean, like a number of these guys, Max Dean, like a number of these guys, probably feel like they have a better opportunity through NCAA's to qualify than than the last chance qualifier, or or at least another opportunity. I yeah. I wonder that about a lot of guys. And with Ironman, I I was I don't like that he was registered and didn't wrestle. Bill Farrell, I didn't quite get a reasoning for that, but he's in full-time training freestyle, right, you know, with the Olympic shirt off, or with the Olympic shirt, taking the Olympic shirt rather. Um, you know, he did U23s, he's gone overseas, so he has kind of been in a freestyle mode for, I don't know, eight months now? Yeah. Nine months, so he is kind of in that mode, so I, I could see him doing it, it's just that McKenna matchup, I don't, I don't like it. Okay. It's time to move on to 74. We have a special guest, uh, a.k.a. Hailstorm, Justin Hale. Are you here, Justin? Here. All right, please, you need to. In the 74-kilo field, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yeah. get him set up with a seat back here. Yeah, well, there, we've got a mic for him. Um, there, he's going to get in the seat. Bray, you take the handheld. <clears throat> yeah, there we go. Now we're talking. All right, Justin Hale, um, have you been listening to FRL any? Not this week. You can be honest. Okay. This is good. So we care about you. And I know I said you were on here to talk about you wrestling at Senior Nationals, and you are. We are. That's why you're here right now. But we're here because this is actually an intervention. And we we prepared some statements to say to you because we're worried about you. We, we, we love the heck out of you, but we're scared. We're scared right now. Um, David, why don't you kick it off, please? Okay. We're just about to talk about this field. Very loaded. So we've prepared some statements. 
Dear Justin, you don't need to prove yourself to us. You work, your work speaks for itself, and you've already proven yourself on the mat. If Tommy Gant breaks your spine with a backbow, who will co-host Behind the Dirt with Mike Mao? If you get a concussion in an attempt to down block a Makai Lewis shot, who will crush the online pirates? What I'm saying is this. We need you. We believe in you. Please reconsider. Thank you, David. Uh, about Gant. Gant's from Illinois, I believe. I know about the Illinois boys. Okay. I'm not worried about Gant. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> All right. We have to keep Call going. All right. It's not working. It's not working. All right. Um, Would you like me to go next? I'd like Nomad to go next. <clears throat> Justin. Dear Justin, please do not do senior nationals. You will die. Wow, powerful. Nomad, last weekend, if you guys didn't know, I went to bull riding in school. I was on seven bulls in three days. If I didn't die for riding bulls, senior nationals are going to be a breeze. <laughs> He's so cocky. Uh, we need you right now, Bracky. Bracky, bring it. Just get, we got to start winning. We got to start swinging them somewhat yeah. our direction. Okay. I didn't write anything down, um, but when I came in to open up one morning, you had your head half in the toilet. Your hair was in the toilet water. <laughs> Disgusting. Fortunately, deja vu, maybe? Yeah. Well, we tried, <laughs> all right, we tried the Sopranos angle. That didn't work. Okay. Justin, your decision to wrestle at Senior Nationals has affected me in the following ways. <laughs> When Zeke Jones' Compt Flow Wrestling account needs renewed, I will have nowhere to turn. If you end up launched by Nazar Kolchitsky and you cease to have functioning fingers. If Chance Marsteller hip tosses you through the mat and dislocates your spleen and you're no longer able to do behind the dirt with Mike, how will he be able to show Chance Marsteller's hip toss on behind the dirt? <laughs> and if I can't learn Chance's hip toss, what's this all been about? If Makai Lewis cradles you and your knee is permanently lodged inside your face and you have to have expensive patellar dislodging surgery and our insurance rates go up and I start driving Uber to offset the costs and I miss Caleb's spelling bee and he misspells the word repishage and I could have taught him the word but I was driving Uber during the freestyle season. So I was driving instead and Caleb starts to resent wrestling and starts watching WWE and changes his career goal to become a WWE official and gets caught up with the wrong crowd and owes a gambling debt to some Atlantic City gangsters. So he has to throw a match at Rage in the Cage and he hits Undertaker with a briefcase and Sting becomes the Intercontinental Champion. But Undertaker and his gang of thugs use their power and influence to get him blackballed from the WWE Officials Wrestling Guild. He's 28 years old and has to move back into the house, and he stays up all night on YouTube watching Insane Clown Posse music videos, and I can't <laughs> sleep because the volume turned all the way up. I am one month from retiring with a full pension, and I'm so tired at work because I can't sleep. I get fired and spend the rest of my days as a rising star hostess at Cracker Barrel for the rest of my life. Please reconsider. I do you guys do appreciate your concern and worry. CP, that's a lot of ifs. <laughs> a lot of ifs. I think that's going to happen. The Undertaker? <laughs> yes! When the CP grows up, or your, your son grows up? Caleb? Yeah. I think the Undertaker? He's, he's going to hit him with a briefcase that raged in the cage. He's going to raise from the grave at 78? <laughs> it might happen. Just Johnny Cash. Hey, so you're really doing this? Yeah. Um, you were not in the pre-seeds. 
We checked. You're correct. There's a mistake. <laughs> what what, what, what where would you seed yourself right now? Uh, I got seeds right here. <laughs> I wouldn't be last seed. I would be uh, near the bottom, but I wouldn't be the last seed. How come they took Dylan Ness? Well, I'm just curious why they took Spencer Lee's folk style results into account, but not yours. Yeah. (laughs) Spencer Lee's been aggressive folk styling. I've been scouting people folk styling, so there's a little difference. Okay. Are you officially entered yet? No. um, Unfortunately, I fell asleep Tuesday night, woke up at 12.20, and realized 20 minutes late. Had the pay pulled up, tried to pay anyway, kicked me out. So I'm just going to go there Friday night and register. I'm on wait. Where, where, are you, where are you walking around at right now? Uh, 65. 165. So you got 1.5 to go. Uh, I think three. Three pounds and about. You got to weigh 163 and a half. Sweet. That's even better. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's even better. If you need any kilogram to pound conversion uh, going on there, Justin. Um, so... So for me, I, I think a a veterans national title would be an awesome thing for you to acquire. Why not establish yourself as that, and then you know what? If you find yourself just dominating at the veterans level, you say, you know what? I do need to kick it up a notch. I'm the champion. I need some real competition, and then maybe escalate things instead of jumping all the way in the deep end and you haven't had any swimming lessons. Is basically what's happening right now. Good question. Thank you. Yeah, I got a secret <laughs> weapon. It's called a elbow pass. Okay, like, oh, well now oh, everyone. Now it's not secret. So, <laughs> it's not secret, but that's that's one option. That's one option. Okay. But it's a competition. Yeah, these guys are great athletes. Great senior level athletes. Love the humility at this level. Yeah, I got I work for, I got a flow of wrestling subscription, so I can watch these guys and scout them. <laughs> I I know what they're gonna do. They don't know what I'm gonna do. Wow. Okay. So we do a thing called Tuesday headlines where we predict what the headline is going to be on Tuesday. Um, so you have to do a little fu- little uh, future telling, whatever that's called. What is the Tuesday headline related to your senior nationals performance? Uh, see, uh, Tuesday headline, Justin performed well. Maybe not to everybody's expectations, but Justin performed well. What? Well, okay. Well. I, All right. I like that. Justin performs well. Justin performs well. Mm-hmm. Justin right. Hale, Hell, well performed. Hell's, Hell's in the forecast. Hell's, <laughs> Hell's in the forecast. <laughs> yes. So it's the weather section. Wow. Oh. All right. Hailstorm strikes Fort Worth. There you go. Wow. Yeah. There yeah. you go. That, that's, that's, great. Yeah. that's a great one. <laughs> All right. Well, Justin, we, we just love the heck out of you. We'd hate to see something. I've seen some bad things at these tournaments. These guys are... Uh, they've got Olympic aspirations, and they're going to see you. And here's the issue. If it were, for example, me out there, and they saw me, and they looked at me, and they'd be like, okay, this will be, this is going to be fine. You can, at this level, you can pretty much eyeball, and you know what's going on. They're going to see you. You're pretty jacked. They've probably already seen the Instagram videos of you disrobing at the company part, and like, this guy doesn't mess around. He's, I can, they're going to say, I can't take him lightly. And because of that, you're going to be uh, physically harmed. So I just need you to, need you to consider that. You will not be, you will be properly estimated and then you'll be dealt with. And that's what we're worried about. I appreciate that. Okay. I wrote, I wrote with bulls over the weekend. I survived that. Okay. 
All right. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, Justin, appreciate appreciate you coming on. Um, best of luck. We'll see you in Fort Worth, buddy. Thank you, boys. Uh, I need somebody in my corner. You guys want to volunteer? Yes. Oh, we can. No, do that. no, no. We can't. <laughs> then we're accomplices. That's enabling. We cannot enable. All right. We can, okay. No. Someone's got to get in his not us. Man's we, the intervention crew can't enable. There's, it's got to be Mike Mal or someone. Yeah, I was gonna say there's a, yeah, an Italian be. fella. That seems like the right call. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nick Soriano. <laughs> <laughs> you can corner him, too. If you bring Nick Soriano a red and blue singlet, he will corner you. It might be a deal. Quid pro quo. All right, thank you, Justin. Hey, thank you, guys. Bye. Okay. Um, wow. Um, so we haven't had... I wasn't expecting that level of cockiness. Me, Me either! Oh, my... Yeah, I I was, ready. The, we need Tommy Gantt to have not been watching this. That would be bad. Oh, no. We've got more. We've got another guest. Just bring him on now. Chris Kringle. Come on, buddy. <laughs> what a special day. We've got a CPU wow. over here. We have a, a future uh, person on the Americans with Disabilities Act. And then we've got, oh, my. Who is this? It's Ghetto Santa. Santa. <laughs> what did he say? Dear old Santa. Ghetto. He said Ghetto Santa. Ghetto Santa. Ghetto Santa. Well, Ghetto Santa, what brings you to FRL this uh, morning? I don't know. I'm seeing who's been naughty and who's been nice in the wrestling world this season. Oh, boy. Well, give us a... Why don't you start with the nice? Who's been nice? Mm, I guess Christians did crawl out of the, the hole this year, so, you know, he does not get a lump of coal this year. Wow. Oh, wow. I've come a long way. That's but the good fans did say you need to have me on more. They do say yeah. that. So you, you're working on your code for next year. Okay. Santa, what? how how often would you like to be on the show? Just Santa, you seem like more of a seasonal employee. <laughs> <laughs> hey, ghetto Santa don't have no season. <laughs> All right. So ghetto, what if that ghetto was Santa the, can show up at any time. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. All right, Santa. Well, it was anyone else on good behavior? Do you you? I feel like the ghetto just Santa really. Um, enjoys the the negative aspects and the naughty uh part so why don't, why don't you get into the naughties well you know as much as i hate to say it hawkeye nation's always on the naughty list <laughs> but what do they do they're just hawkeyes you know okay it's an existential situation yeah kind of like they're just always they're like one of those people that's just always i don't know they're born in jail and stay in jail. Okay. <laughs> wow. I'm not sure. Is this like a Jean Valjean situation? Uh, okay. So the imprisoned Hawkeyes, are they on the, But they, man, they're ranked number one in the country. They've All right. Like, you know, Santa is going to give Hawkeye Nation a gift this year. They're going to get hope. They finally have a team, and they're going to get the hope to win the national title this year. I got to give them credit there. Okay. See, Ghetto Santa is fair. So And not biased. Ghetto mm -hmm. Santa gives... The Hawkeye Nation hope. Ghetto Santa wearing the Iowa State wrestling cap is not biased. Is not biased. And you love to <laughs> see not that. not biased at all. Especially at this time of year, you love to see that level of of, uh, of goodwill. Okay. Um, you have gifts? You have a bag there. Yeah. You know, I, I always walk with my ghetto bag, you know. The ghetto bag is always with me right here. And then I, I always have my... Uh, you know, my box to see who gets the coals. Oh, okay. Uh oh, oh geez. Are you... Who gets the lump of coal this year? Oh, boy. That's up to you. Isn't, mm. that, isn't that the job of the ghetto Santa? Oh, boy, he's deliberating. This is problematic. Well, you know, I sat down, and I, and I watched that Iowa State-Iowa match. Mm -hmm. 
I got to give Nelson Brands a lump of coal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why? For beating Colbray? Yes. He ruled in. You know, I was all excited to see see a good match in Iowa State pull out the win, you know. So each one of those guys who won gets a lump of coal. So all the Hawkeyes that won got a lump of coal. That day. So Spencer Lee, Austin DeSanto. Um, Austin DeSanto gets two lumps of coal. Oh, really? Why? Why? He tried to help the ref. <laughs> That's audacious. Nah. Ghetto Santa. So you mad because he tried to jump and, over and, Todd Small? And, I, and I'm going to go on. I'm going to give that referee three lumps of coal for the last match. Oh, what did he do in the last match? Sorry, that's not that. Okay, that was the week before. All he's, right, the, referee from the, the, the referee from the, fir- the match uh, oh, the, the week D- before for the disqualification, he gets three lumps of coal for this year. Wow. Man. You, you must have been going to West Virginia to get all this coal, man. Is hey. that your first stop? Coal City. You know, Ghetto Santa can find coal anywhere. Okay. So you know. <laughs> A resourceful uh, Santa. A resourceful Ghetto Santa. Well, Ghetto Santa. Uh, what been, else you got? What you wh- got there? Hey, look, these are these are charcoal briquettes. You can, hey man, you can grill. You can have a nice little uh, you, grill out with these. I said Ghetto Santa. You know, we got to get cold somewhere. Okay. Yeah. Well, hey. looks like you went to uh, Home Depot. I'd take I'd take a whole bag of briquettes if you got them. So, what does Ghetto Santa do on Christmas Eve? Yeah. Well, I'd have to tell you, but this is a PG show, and Christian oh. might be upset. <laughs> Ho, ho, ho. I'd be sliding down <laughs> chimneys, but. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? I don't know what he, he said. said, he some, said I know, and then he, he said something he about said chimneys. He'd be sliding down chimneys. No! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ghetto Santa, thank you so much for spreading whatever you spread. I'm sure you Merry spread Merry Christmas it. and a Happy New Year. Thank you, Ghetto Santa. Bye, Ghetto Santa. The gift that keeps on giving. Oh, my gosh. So that was 74 kilograms. Wow. Well, that's one for the books there. Uh, we have fun. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Um, back. Yeah, I don't know how we get any, back on any, track. Um, Other than Justin Hale, who you guys got at 74 kilos? Yeah, I guess Justin's going to qualify. That is That's my Tuesday headline. irrational confidence guy uh, to a T. Irrationally confident. Uh, he did not seem surprised by the intervention, nor in any way impacted by <laughs> not our Not phased at all. No, I was you know, expecting to have to like yell at him and tell him why we were there and all yeah. that stuff. and he He didn't care. Not one bit. He he thinks because he's from the same state as Tommy Gant that he, all right. I'm he's from Illinois, so therefore I'm good here. Yeah. Also relying a lot on his experience with bulls. Yeah, there's a <laughs> lot of bull references. If it comes down to the the bull experience, he might. If Marinelli enters in, we can talk. Yep. <laughs> can you know what Alex Marinelli would do to Justin Hale? My gosh. Um. Okay. We do need to talk about this weight. The hail factor, I think we've covered the hail factor. He's got that X factor. Hailstorm. Hailstorm. Cold front coming in. Cold front coming in. The seeds are as follows. Nazar Kolchitsky, whose name I messed up during the intervention because of I was so upset and and concerned. Emotionally, yeah. Nazar, Makai Lewis, Tommy Gant, Dan Valamont, Chance Marsteller, Alec Pentelio, Muhammad McBride, Tyler Bergert, Anthony Valencia, Evan Wick, Dylan Ness, the 11th seed. So... I, I, man, I really want to see Makai versus Tommy Gant. That's a really fun semi. Why don't I kick it to the wrestling nomad first, though? 
I would like to see, and I believe this falls in line with Bracky's article, I'd like to see Makai versus Chance. Chance beat him at the Southern Scuffle twice when Makai was uh, redshirting. I would like to see um, Nazar versus Chance. I think that would be a highly entertaining oh, match. Man. Yes. And I would like to see Anthony Valencia against just about anyone because who knows what Anthony Valencia will do. Whoever knows. He will probably try to jump over somebody. Yeah. Nazar is phenomenal, but I think Makai makes adjustments and rebounds from his loss in the third-place match at the Bill Farrell and takes us. Oh, I think so, too. I like Makai to win. I think upside, best version, et cetera, et cetera, junior world champion. Uh, I think he – Hadn't uh, I? I just I just like him that he's gonna be able to make adjustments and he's gonna see potentially Kolchitsky again. I like the matchup against Tommy Gant, although although Tommy Gant's tank is so it's so, ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. He does not get tired. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is always concerning. Not that Lewis has a propensity to get tired, but just that's a tired getting guy. That's a guy that will get you tired. Right. Uh, so Makai beat Tommy five one. Kansi Semis at Farrell. Nazar beat Makai 9-3, third place match. Mm-hmm. Now, aside from a he four. He pieced him up, yeah. Aside yeah. from a four by Nazar, though, that was all one-pointers. Yeah. So I don't know that we see another match that features eight one-point moves. Right. Didn't uh, Tech challenge the four also? Am I remembering uh, correctly? No. Or no, they challenged maybe the, the Chenzo takedown of yes, Makai. Yes, correct. All right, I'm re- now I'm remembering. I like Makai here too. Um, oh boy, it's I don't. Not yeah, I know. I know. Uh, he hadn't wrestled in a while for Bill Farrell. Got some mat time. I almost said that, but then I thought he wrestled in like Russia. Or no, something. yeah, he, he wrestled at the Intercontinental Cup. I forgot about that. He's yeah. the Intercontinental Champion, not the Undertaker. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just like Makai here. Uh, the matches I have that I want to see um, was Chance Makai. Both the Southern Scuffle matches were two point matches, six four three one, and then I also had um, Makai and Anthony Valencia because you have this guy that's like in Makai who's incredibly hard to take down, and then you have Anthony Valencia who is going to throw the kitchen sink at him and maybe even try to jump over him or do his baseball slide single leg I or try to jump under somebody. Yeah, possibly he's really good upper body. So, um, and then I had uh, Tommy Gant versus Chance Marsteller. Uh, I thought of that one because Chance in his walk and talk mentioned <laughs> that match um, when he was killing himself to make 157, and he mentioned he gave up 18 points to Tommy Gant. Um, so I'd like to see that one again. No kidding. So for the Makai Chance final to happen, Chance would need to beat uh, Nazar, and <laughs> Makai would need to replicate his win over Tommy Gant. So some things would need to happen for that one, or it would need to – Otherwise, happen on the backside. I feel like the winner of this bracket is going to be the winner of the Nazar Kolchiski Chance Marcelo semi. Um, I like I like first of all Marcelo over Valmont in that quarter, and then and then um, I I think that that matchup is really important. Kolchiski has he's demonstrated you know I think some of the best skill at this weight, and I mean he has he has big move potential as well. Um, I think back to like. His some of his clubs cup matches uh, a couple years ago, and I just I really like 
Nazar. I think he I think he flies under the radar a lot, um, not having wrestled D1 and just you know maybe not having had as many eyes on him. But he's so solid and he he created so many problems for Makai at Farrell. I just don't know that Makai has answers to those yet. So I like Nazar in this one. Yeah, a lot of good points there. I mean, so Nazar's been training in Minnesota for over a year now, right? So he's got his training situation down. He's fully recovered um, from the injuries he was battling. And, I mean, this was a guy who, who has been on the national team before and has, I don't know, 50, 60 senior-level matches more than Makai under his belt. Mm-hmm. So, but, again, that's why that's why it's fun to pick upside, right? Because that's what why. is what, – that's why. Right. What is Makai's theoretical ceiling? Um, and then, to Christian's point, you know, could Tommy Gant tire him out in the in the semis? I think the semis will be the, the most interesting round at this weight. Also, I think the semis will be really entertaining, and then the final will not be quite as uh, entertaining for this weight. Okie dokie. That's seventy four. Oh wait, do you want to do qualifiers? Uh, much, more straightforward. I'll go. Uh, Makai Nazar Gant. Marsteller and the fifth placer, Evan Wick. Mm. I'm going uh, Nazar, Mackay, Gant, Marsteller, Valencia. Yeah. I was between those two. Go Nazar, Mackay, Gant, Marsteller, Pantaleo. I think that's a good that's a good one. I'm going the same top four, uh, but throwing Tyler Berger in there. I, okay. I like uh, a lot of the stuff he's been working on. I thought he looked looked decent at the Feral. He looked uh, great at Vegas, just fashion wise. Fat, fashion wise, he looked great at Vegas, and actually Vegas is part of uh, part of what I was thinking. Like watching him work work Greco or Greco work freestyle um, the night before as guys were warming up. Like he just you know looks like he's working on some tricks, and I I like I like him to qualify here. All right. 86 kilograms, Ringer, Valencia, Sammy Brooks, Nick Heflin, Miles Martin, Aaron Brooks, Nate Jackson, Brett Farr. Okay, I'm sticking with what I saw last. I think this is Ringer's world, and uh, Zahid's next-level freak, but I th- something was different last time. At 86, I think, okay, the last time I wrestled was at 79. 86, who has the ability to get some more power? Ringer or Valencia? It's Ringer. Ringer is just a bigger person and who can get bigger, and he has a power-based game as is. Uh, so for that reason, I'm picking Ringer, but I've been basically wrong every time they've wrestled, mm-hmm. so I will pro- invariably be wrong once more. Interesting semi. I think Brooks is an interesting semi for Valencia, but just because some Which of the Brooks? The Sammy. Okay. The Sammy variety. Because I think there's a Brooks Brothers battle in the quarters. That's right. Mm-hmm. I don't think. The battle for the tailored suit. Again, I don't think that happened. Heflin beat Brooks at open trial, so I think that gets flipped. You hate the Brooks you Brothers. You hate us. You won't shop at Brooks Brothers. Yeah. Fair. This is, all true. comes back to, he's, yeah, Johnston and Murphy guy over here. Okay, fine, <laughs> fine, fine. Men's warehouse. Yeah, in the in the pocket of big, big suit. It very much uh, stinks because. I've been going chalk a lot for a lot of these weights, which feels like it won't happen. But 86 for this entire year has been incredibly chalk, like just the same results over and over and over again. So I'm going to take Deeringer over Zahid in the finals. Ringer has no uh, – he has no 
pressure on him, right, since he already qualified for the the trials. So I think that's going to really help him um, kind of navigate his way through the bracket and just be free to, to work on stuff. And although that means there's uh, less risk of, like, being afraid to lose, I think that's what in turn will make him win. I cannot wait to see Aaron Brooks here. Um, we saw him at – Bray, where did we see – Brooks, what uh, folk style tournament was that? Um, did he? Let's see. Oh, yeah. Where did he? Where? Bracky, you remember? We saw. I mean, we saw him two duels recently. Yeah. Um, when he came out of red shirt. So uh, the, the he hasn't quite been blowing people out in folk style. He he beat up uh, on the the pen guy, but Brooks has always been better at freestyle. Um, again, I think it's going to be Heflin. That's a that's a uh, tremendous style matchup for me. So I could see, I could see Aaron sneaking in and getting third. Man, I especially when you think about those seeds flipping, um, Sammy Brooks and, and Nick Heflin flipping that Aaron Brooks Nick Heflin match. Just physically, the the problems that Heflin's going to present for for Brooks make me a little bit nervous. Like I, you know, I, he's still. I mean, was he like nineteen? I mean, he's just physically still maturing, probably in some ways. Um, I, I think he's I think he's plenty big enough for the weight, but not as not as filled out as he will be eventually. And and so when I look at the guys that are seated ahead of him, guys like Miles Martin, who's huge, Nick Heflin, um, also huge, like make me a little bit nervous for him. I mean, we we saw him with the with the dominant win over Nate Jackson last year, but that was I think I think that was a tournament. If if not that tournament, there was a tournament like not far in advance of that where, or was that at 79? Was that match at 79? 79. Yeah, that match was at 79 kilos. So I, you know, Jackson's not a guy that you think about in terms of being this, you know, monster size wise. Um, but I don't know, for some reason, the Nick Heflin potential quarterfinal makes me pretty nervous for, for Aaron Brooks. Yeah. And, um, the, the Heflin match, anyone, this is this applies to anyone that wrestles Nick Heflin. You have to finish quickly. Yeah, he will chest wrap you to death. He yeah. nearly chest wrapped David Taylor to death at the <laughs> 2017 trials. Mm-hmm. Now that didn't go well for them in the second period, but I was watching that match yesterday. Um, so that's why he's kind of creates stylistic problems for a lot of guys in this weight. You right? What happened? Sorry, I sauntered this morning and drank a bunch of water and. I could not hold it anymore, so I had to go. I missed your predictions at 86. Uh, Ringer over Zahid in large part due to the fact that there's not, there's no pressure on him, and he can just wrestle because he's already qualified. Yeah, I, I like Ringer over he, Zahid Wait, just because well. there's no pressure? What's that have to do with anything? I just think, I just think it allows him to, to wrestle more free, whereas you know, Zahid is there to, to get something done. And also, the last I, time they wrestled, he teched him twice. I, th- I think we're going to see Ringer every time he wrestles at 86 get a little bit more comfortable at the weight. Um, he looked really good against Sahid this summer. I like Ringer here as well. Um, so I think you know, I think that's that's how that's how I see that one going. And then in terms of guys who are going to qualify, I well, for one, don't forget, Daringer has already qualified, which also means he can block a spot, mm-hmm. and um, so worth. Worth noting that, uh, but I like I like Zahid to qualify here. I like Heflin, Miles Martin, and Aaron Brooks. Mm-hmm. 
You know, I'm thinking more about Miles and just how good he looked last year in all NCAA season. I know he didn't have a great spring for freestyle relative maybe to his talent, but part of me thinks he's a real he's a real factor here. He, I mean, his match with Daringer was was I, right in the balance until all of a sudden big move, and then and then it wasn't. But yeah, he was right there. Man, I feel like that too. Now the thing is, the the, the Zahid Miles thing has been Zahid only Zahid, yep. always Zahid, freestyle, folk style, high school, college, didn't matter. Zahid won that, so I think that's a bad matchup, but. He's opposite him. He'll have Ringer again. Does he match up better with Ringer than Zahid somehow? Perhaps that's true. I don't know. Just a little stay woke on Miles. Another year, just only freestyle training. If that helps, it There's should also help. the Sammy Brooks puzzle that he has not yet solved. But may not have to solve. I guarantee you that gets I – Oh, would, I you're booking the flip. Bet you a shilling that gets flipped. You don't have any shillings. I got you 10 f- shillings. Oh. Courtesy of David Bray. Wow. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, I know that there's an exchange. Bray's handing out shillings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks a lot. WTS. Sixpence is next. It was. It was. It was a bet I lost. Don't. Don't worry about it. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. What happens in Vegas? Ninety-seven kilo. Are we good on ninety or eighty-six? Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. Because we're going to ninety-seven. Do it. Let's do it. Ninety-seven. Kyvin Zilmer, Walls, Colin Moore, Derek White, Beasley, not Frank, Kevin, Timmy McCall, <laughs> Scotty Boykin. Um. <clears throat> It's just Kyvin will win this weight, right? Yep. Yep. He just—he is the guy that doesn't beat Kyle but beats everyone else. Three straight years, him and Kyle have met for a spot on the world team. Yes. Um, I guess who's going to be the next guy to step up and challenge Kyvin? Uh, can it be Colin Moore? I think we like say Colin Moore. Yeah. It's, uh, really, it's. Zilmer. Yeah. Zilmer's been so – I mean, Zilmer, he's excellent, man. Jack Pine Savage. Jack Jack Pine Savage. He, yeah, his his third-place match at Farrell against Walls, he was very much in control. Um, I Yeah, he's just – I like that guy, man. He's fun to watch. He just – he he's good. He's really solid in every style and uh, freestyle, no exception. I, I think Zilmer makes the finals here. Um, you know, if we see more as a challenger, he's opposite side. He's going to have to get through – Derek White and and Kevin Gadsden, so you know I I would be really interested in seeing a Colin Moore Hayden Zilmer match, but I don't think we will. Um, I think Gadsden over Zilmer, and uh, I see those next three seeds also qualifying. Walls Moore White. It's so hard for me to see it going any other way than Gadsden Zilmer. Um, Ty Walls is can drop matches, but it's pretty difficult to shut that guy out. Um, he can be pretty solid offensively with you know his elbow pass stuff, and as you're saying, didn't have anything for for Zilmer there. Mm-hmm. And then we, you know, we've talked a lot about upside here, and Colin Moore probably has the most of it, but it just seems like Kyle, then Kyvin, and then everybody else. So I just I don't know how I don't know how Moore beats him. Yep. Other than other Bo Nickel, but he's not in this field. But I think he will be the one that is disruptive at 97. Mm-hmm. Okie doke. Now, the big boys, the big league boys, 125 kilograms. Tony Nelson, Don Bradley, Anthony Cassar, Daniel Kirkley, Nick Nevels, 
Mike Kasoy, Yusuf Amida, Tanner Hall, Zach Elam. I'm, I got Kassar beating Bradley and Nelson. Bradley in the semis, Nelson in the finals. He's your champ. I think Kirk Fleet struggles with a guy like Tony Nelson, but I think he should qualify for the trials here. Yeah, so that's going to be my Tuesday headline is Anthony Kassar beats these guys far more convincingly than I think people assume. And that's a then really long headline. <laughs> Anthony Kassar. Kassar. Kassar, colon, can he beat Gwiz? He's going to separate himself from the field just like he separated himself from the NCAA field. And they t- train together because Gwiz comes up to Nittany Line Wrestling Club from time to time. And I just think whatever happened to make Kassar just decide he was going to win NCAAs is going to just play into this freestyle season. And that doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be Gwiz, but I think he's in a mode of separating himself from everyone that he wrestles this year. Wow. Wow. That is the headline. Yeah, that was quite a headline. That's like when uh, Michael <laughs> Scott on The Office is doing the headlines. You remember that? Local business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some people. And it's still like know a paragraph long. Tuesday headline: Kassar, colon, can he beat Gwiz? Okay. Oh, this is another one of those where we're just picking the same thing, mm-hmm. and it's not going to work out. Except it might. Why do we... Anthony Kassar very good at wrestling, and I like. Dude, are we all picking this because we all hang out and I got, do the same I got, thing? I got a slightly different take on no, this one. No, you don't, dude. You're slightly such different. a liar. Slightly different. Headline. Say it then. Kassar, colon. No, uh, I, I think – I think. well, first of all, that Kirkfleet-Nelson match, with the experience Kirkfleet has uh, against Nelson, I wouldn't be surprised if he comes out and gets like an early takedown or something. But seeing, especially like most recently, U23 Worlds, some of the trouble he has finishing matches at times – and the kind of heavyweight Nelson is, I think. I think Nelson gets that win in the semis. I, I think Don Bradley beats Kassar. I, I don't know that Kassar has had to wrestle, like guys as, as big and as athletic, other than Gable Stevenson, um, than Don Bradley. I think Don Bradley, I don't know. He has more freestyle experience. He's a big guy, and I think he's a big problem. I think Bradley. Beats Kassar, and then I think Bradley beats Tony Nelson in the finals. Okay. Tom Bradley is a grown-ass man, so I can see see that being a problem. Why do you guys think um, Kassar over Nelson? Because – How are they taking him down is how. I don't see – honestly, Kirkfleet might be – I mean, I'm looking at leg attacks, right? How are you getting to – he's tough to get to. He's so much more athletic than these guys, in my Mm -hmm. opinion. Mm-hmm. I think he's more athletic than these guys. I do too. Yeah, and for going back now, and, and this is hindsight, but just going back through, we have pretty well discounted a lot of the Minnesota Storm guys, which I don't necessarily feel comfortable. Um, we didn't talk about, you know, like Russell or Sanders, who Sanders has been on the senior level for 27 years. Well, Russell B. Clark. Yeah. We didn't talk about Jason Nass at 65, who has Pinned Frank Molinaro this year. We picked over Nazar. Um, didn't mention Dylan Ness at all, and picked Gatson over Zilmer. And now we're picking Kassar over Nelson. Well, I think we're. Picking... I don't think all of that's going to happen. Well, Just Kassar literally on... beat a Gopher. I understand that Ness. I mean, I don't know. I, I just Zilmer behind Gatson because I think all that Zilmer's is very likely Gatson. to happen. Yeah, I don't know. And it's not like that. Where's the Storm is historically 
like not been completely shut out of Olympic trials. What was the last? Well, I guess they wouldn't be with Nelson. Was the last but you know what I mean. On the team. I'm not talking about necessarily being on. I'm not I'm talking about being on the team. I'm just uh, talking about results from this weekend. I feel we're maybe discounting them as a whole a little bit. And I don't know who necessarily performs what we're thinking, but I'm saying one of them will. Who are you kissing up to right now? I'm not kissing up to anyone. I'm just I'm like going back looking through it. It's just we're like discounting the whole room here. Well, Minnesota Storm coming to Fort Worth. Minnesota Storm, hailstorm, collide in Fort Worth. Uh oh. Polar Great. vortex ensues. Sharknado. Oh. Sharknado no, no, two. No, no. Nathan Thomas Allen versus Ethan Lezak. No. <laughs> Who's also going to be there? Yeah, but they're in like they're four yeah, different weights apart. Yeah, yeah. eighty six now. <clears throat> yeah. Crap. All right. Nato misses weight. Sharknado happens at sixty five kilos. Bracky and CP commentated it again. But there's no audience noise, and it was kind of weird. It was that one super time. awkward and uncomfortable, <laughs> and so people hated it. We didn't do it again. <laughs> My column. Yeah. Okay. Well, pretty good headlines. <laughs> pretty good headline, right? Now here's here's my flip on the headline. Uh, Gwiz, can he beat Kassar? What if you flip it? What if he completely changes the perspective? Of like, not can he beat him? Can he beat him? Because Kassar separates himself that much. That much. That's not really my headline, but that would be the, a more mm. sensational way if you wanted to take a bolder, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. bolder leap. Mm-hmm. Hey, oh. um, I, no, I don't know. I don't know if he's ready for for quiz. He may be. I I forgot to mention the best part of my prediction, and oh. I think maybe the reason I predicted the way I predicted because I want to see Kassar Kirkfleet, and I don't think that happens in the finals. I think it could happen in a, in a third place match. Wow! So that's probably informed my pick a little bit. As much. I really want to see that match. Would love to see it in, in a third place match. Do they allow that to happen? Number one, they would both already be qualified. Number two, they're in the same room. I say it doesn't happen. Man, I need I need Ghetto Santa back here and give me some hope because I would like to see that match. <laughs> All right, we'll get him back here another time. <laughs> what if we like had Ghetto Santa on in like June? <laughs> like, ah, you said you want to come on Bra- more, man. What's up? What Christmas you got for in us? July? Brave seasonal employee. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, that was funny. Okay, that's senior nationals. It only took us about an hour and a half to knock that one out. Well, it was big. only the third time we talked about it this week, so right. So <laughs> Ghetto Santa and Hailstorm uh, ate up. Yeah, about well, sixteen minutes. So. I've seen some interventions; they take like an hour. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. that's with commercials. on TV. Yeah, well, yours was seventy five percent of it. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, I had a lot. That, a lot. I think he hadn't thought about. I had a lot riding on this. I didn't. Yeah, I hadn't thought about a lot of those things. Yeah, when Caleb misspells repishage, it's going to set into a series of events. Mm-hmm. All because I was driving Uber because of the insurance rates. It all connects. Pretty logical. Okay. Oh my belly. <laughs> Sorry, I was loud. If you heard that, that's my my tummy's rumbling. Daddy's hungry. Do we have time for scuffle? Yeah, we got time for scuffle. Where we got to be? We always got time for scuffle. Yeah. One. All right. So what do we do? Weight by weight here. How do we want to do this? So the the Southern Scuffle in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Uh, that's how I brought in the new year. Every single year I've worked at Flow Wrestling, and I'm not stopping. Um, <laughs> retweet that for Flow. We got Ghetto Santa posing with the new uh, Flow, our new Flow logo on our wall. It's <laughs> it's pretty great. So check that out. So that's how we're bringing in the new year. So here's the way it works, wrestling fans. This is going to be a great 12, 13-day run for you. Because Friday, tomorrow, kicks off Senior Nationals 
okay? We're going to get a lot of the tri Olympic trials filled. We're going to have some amazing matchups. Then you're going to have Christmas. It's going to be awesome. You're going to get hope, not coal. You're going to see your friends. It's going to be a great time. Then Midlands is going to happen mm -hmm. where we could have DeSanto, Rivera, Gross, all in one weight class, united. There Hell yeah. yeah. H-bomb. Then we're going to go, you're going to have one day, New Year's Eve, to celebrate publicly or privately Daniel Roy Lobdell Jr.'s birthday. He will be turning. Guess. 28. 29. Bray. Uh, 20, 30. He'll be 30. 20, 30. 20, 30. Bracky wins. Suck it. <laughs> Hard ass bomb. <laughs> All right. Um, Soft explicit rating for the show. So what did he say? 29? 20, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you look younger. I know. Probably because I just shaved. Because you shaved. Yeah. He looks, he looks, the kid looks good. So then so you celebrate his birthday on the 31st. While you're making plans for the new year, January 1st and 2nd, the Southern Scuffle, that's how we like to bring in the new year on Flow Wrestling. And it's going to be a good field. No Penn State this year. And you may say, oh, no Penn State. It's going to be fine. It's going to be a very, very, very competitive field. Fine. There are going to be some amazing weight classes. Some uh, The one I'm most excited about is 149 pounds, which will have the following. Bulu Allen, Jared Degan, uh, and Andrew Aliras. Very excited for that. Because we've been talking about Andrew Aliras for um, several fortnights now. Yep. But he hasn't really wrestled anyone good yet or uh, on that level, right? Then you have the ever-dangerous Brent Moore, who is good for at least one ridiculous pin. Uh, Requeer Vandermeer, just, that's a tough out no one wants. Russell Rolfing is always fun to watch. So a lot of good stuff going on at 149. I'm also really excited. Well, also, is Virginia Tech sending their dudes to the scuffle? No. No, so... It's like red shirts and stuff. Red shirts. Yeah. So probably not Brent Moore. But the team race between Oklahoma State, Iowa State, and who is the other contending team? Uh, is NC State sending their if NC A State squad? Sends I'm their pretty sure NC State sending their, their dudes. Squad. So that's going to be a really exciting team race to follow. Um, I mean, this is really one of the few times we've had uh, Oklahoma State on flow. We had the Drexel match, and mm -hmm. I don't think we've had anything else. Um so excited to see their squad. Uh, any other weights standing out to you guys? 184 for me. Um, so Trent Hydley should be there. Lou Dupre, Nino Bonacorsi, Sammy Colbray, um, potential top four seeds. And uh, I also am curious to see how Montalvo fits in at 184. Uh, so really interested in that weight. Uh, I'm going speed round. 25. Pitches world, everybody else is living in it. 33, Philippi Sakura prepare for a final in which they both ride each other out, and then there's a bunch of excellent freshmen at that weight. Alvarez, Schwartz, Girardi, Rich, Wickcraft. Uh, 41, Ian Parker, Real Woods, Tariq Wilson. I like that. Oh, Real also, world. Real World. Kyle Shoup is uh, not fun on top. If Alirez is healthy, he beats Boo. Boo. Oh. Boo has been healthy all year, which oh. is great because that if we remember the pre my preseason pick, I did not pick him to all American because I was worried about his oh. health. So, so great job, Boo, hang on. staying healthy. Hang on, thank you. Andrew Alirez calls himself Boo. That's exactly where I was going. Oh. <clears throat> Winner loses their name. Like he's known as Boo. Yes. Yep. 
Boo boo. And boo is literally boo. So who is boo? Boo who? Who's the real boo? I'm going with Greeley's finest. Part of me, I'm, I'm. This I'm is like all the a reverse non, jinx to the, get Boo Llewellyn to perform at peak for an entire year. The non-birth certificate Boo. Correct. Do we know, or we got to find this out? No, is, we don't know. We don't know. Just I don't want to know. Is he birth certificate Boo? No, I don't want to know. Llewellyn. Point of order. Okay, yes, sir. Uh, it's probably not a point of order. Um, it's good to say, though. I, I think we've, you know, we've in the past seen some North Carolina guys, but they're they're not planning on sending starters. Do we know that for sure? Could we see an Austin O'Connor sighting, or is that is that out of the question? I don't think. Are we see Austin O'Connor here? You mean? That's what I'm saying. No, I think okay. uh, as a point of order, he will be at Midlands, right? Okay. Sounds okay. about right. Okay. Great. Okay. Uh, anyway, I keep going. Speed round. Yeah, speed round. One fifty-seven. Hayden Highly, David Carr. How are we not? No one mentioned Whoops. that one. Sorry. That could be fun. Whoops. Going to be tremendously fun. We <coughs> said McFadden could go to Midlands, Midlands so I think it'll um, be in Midlands. Sixty-five seems like Shane Griffith's world. Everybody else is living in it. Uh, Seventy-four is a good time for somebody to break out. It's a good time a national... for Joe Smith to make his Oklahoma State debut for the 2019-2020 season. That's Darn right. tootin'. Woo. Uh, Bray already mentioned 84, and that is fire. Um, Nick Greenan, please come back yes. healthy. Uh, we would like to, to see you at full strength, um, as well as Dakota Gear at, at full feed. Uh, Traxler also currently ranked very high there. And then 285, A, Big Meech. I picked you to AA. Oh, here we go. Put took, the pressure. Took a couple losses. Put too much pressure on the I kid. still believe in you. Win the scuffle. Get yourself a good seat. Get yourself some national pub. Make it happen. All right, I like it. I like Should it. Should we maybe? I don't know. Maybe I'll throw. I gotta see. Maybe I'll throw Pittsburgh in. Because what if they get uh, Philippi wins? You know, big Meech wins. Maybe Matthews places high and knocks somebody off. But of course he wins. Maybe they sneak on. Do very well. You could be right. Nah, they're they're tough ten guys. Before we get to Q's from F's, mm-hmm. um, because I don't know if we're gonna be able to do an FRL before then. We don't know. Immediately following the. Uh, scuffle, we have perhaps the best weekend of high school wrestling in total. Now, obviously, Iron Man. What about Powerade too? That's in there too. Oh it? crap! Yeah, Powerade is the same time as Midlands, so Jeez. that's phenomenal. Um, we also got Garlic City Rumble in there, and then right after, right after uh, Scuffle, you have Doc B, who Coach Jerry Pelly tweeted out the team list yesterday. Insane. That's tremendous. Um, Probably number two best behind Iron Man this year. Then you also have Live on Flow, The Clash, Gut Check, Prep Slam, and Sam Cali Invitational. That's a weekend, boys. Strap on the old feed bag. You can watch wrestling for like nine days straight. Wow. No one's making you stop. Who needs work? No one's making you stop. <clears throat> okay. Good stuff. Um, we've got friends. They have questions. Let's get to questions from friends. This seems like a nomad question to me. Uh, can you guys go over how to set up multi-stream or multi-stream viewing and prep for the open? So I do not know how to do it on my Roku. I've just only ever done one Matt, but on your laptop. So if you can like cast it, or if you have an HDMI, you go up in the corner and there's there's the dual box and there's a quad box. Quad box obviously phenomenal for 
quarterfinals because mm-hmm. um, then you can watch all of them at the same time. Dual box you got for the semis. Uh, so, yeah, go check your uh, check in the right-hand corner. I, I, I don't know how to, again, on the Roku. Now, another thing you can do because, you know, there's um, login. You know, you're, you're only supposed to get an, on one laptop at a time. However, I have had success going Roku, so main match there. Uh-huh. Then uh, on my app, on my phone – and then laptop, you can either maybe go another match or go, you know, Twitter, uh, social media, your forum of choice to discuss your team. So I think that's I think that's the setup. You go Roku on the big, wow, or HDMI on on the laptop. Then uh, you know you, you lean the phone up against a coffee cup, and then laptop on your lap. And uh, Aprujan also wanted to know who at Flow will get Kyle Brackey baby's first cryptid. And he sends a link to Baby's First Cryptid on, on Amazon. Oh, dang. Hmm. I didn't know about this. I think who's most likely to get you that? I don't know who's going to get it. Um, I will, obviously will not. I will get him something factual. I got Bracky a baby shower gift. I'll just probably, yeah. I'll just probably get it myself. Yeah. Why yeah. not? That's the role learn, of the father. Need, yeah, he needs to learn about that kind of stuff. No, I mean, man, what did you get? You know my it? son believes in Bigfoot? Oh, wow. Because Good. Because, because of, of you. Good, as he oh, should. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm preparing him for the real world. <laughs> You want him to go out there and get eaten by Bigfoot because he doesn't know what it is? That would be bad. Yeah, that's that's going to be why it eats him because he doesn't know what it is. If he knew what it was, he would obviously be able to escape the, the violent Bigfoot. Wow. And everyone wants a Helen Marulis update. Last too. I heard, she was training in Stillwater with the goat. Stilly Vanilli. All right, so we'll see. I think she's gonna try to make the Olympics team, and she's, she's yeah, she's already qualified. She's not wrestling this weekend. Yeah. Also, we do have uh, on both our site and USA Wrestling, we have uh, Greco women's preseeds as well. They're up. Mm-hmm. Check them out on the site. So Nikki Flo with a with a follow up question at David Bray. So the final didn't mm. go as well as I hoped. What's the best way to persuade the professor to round that sixty five up to a ninety? It's not gonna happen. It's not Nikki Flow. It's not gonna happen. You got to take it again. Maybe go incomplete route, like Nomad. If you're looking for a legitimate solution, that's probably the only one that will work. Convince them that you had some kind of hardship and you can get a an incomplete. Hold it's on. It's just not gonna happen. Here's the issue. What's this tryhard need a ninety for? Yeah, that's right. You need a seventy-one. You need a you need a sixty-nine point five. Is what you need. C's C's get degrees, dog. Well, some, why some is degrees. he so ambitious? Potentially, he might need a ninety to on, get to that seventy. Yeah, he might need a ninety on ninety on the yeah, test to get to a C for the semester. Okay, that's where I like. Okay, that's better. Cause yeah, what do you need a ninety for, dog? Jeez. What if you go back, you take the test, you got everything that you got wrong, you redo it again, you show your work, show that you have now learned from your errors, and maybe you can get half credit. To get it up to a 77. No, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Nikki Flo, I'm sorry. That's not going to work. Don't wow. do that. Tough You're wasting your time you do that. Hey, do y'all want my Tuesday headline? <laughs> yes. Tuesday <Yeah>. headline. <laughs> Nick Soriano, 133 for Rutgers this year. Come on. Let's do it. That's my headline. This is a frequent headline you've been saying. Yeah. Also, why 33 and not 25? Um, Because the cut is hard. Yeah. The yeah, cut is hard. That's fair. Dang. We'll see. Bracky, you want to do yours now or you want to wait till the end of Q Smiths? Uh yeah, guys, keep going. Okay. I'm think of one. Okay. Um Bailey Brown's Tuesday headline. Oh, he's getting involved. Spencer Lee goes unscored upon. I think it's possible. 
says Bailey Brown. He said, I think it's possible. I read it as I thought he would read it. Okay. Uh, I think it's possible, too. Yep. I think freestyle is one of those things where you see guys go can, can go on runs like this. He's going to have to beat some good guys. I, Yeah. I think it's tough to predict that for anyone. I won't say unscored upon. Senior level, yeah. Senior level. I mean, one. I mean, it's a step out. This prediction, but yeah, I like I like where you're headed. Right, you're up. You're up eight zero. Thirty seconds left, guys. In on a shot, you just well. Here's the point. I bounce. You know what, Bailey? You're right. This is the point of Tuesday headlines. You don't say things. I mean, maybe mine's kind of weak because I've been saying it all year that I think it's going to happen. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think Bailey. That's a strong. That's one thing we should do is stack rank our Tuesday headlines by degree degrees of difficulty. Right, mm. Bailey's got the toughest one right now. I think that's the, that's the true. Spencer goes unscored upon. The fact that what makes mine maybe more tough than yours is the fact that it could be reality, but it couldn't be. It may not be announced or the headline by Tuesday. So I have a tight window, <laughs> and Nick would have to say it. Sure. So I'll say mine's the second toughest to yours, and then uh, it's on uh, Bray and Bracky to. I'm trying to think of something. Well, uh, you can just get involved, Justin Hale, and it, it'll yeah you know, automatically his, shoot to the top. Of I the, think his so far, Hale's so far is the most unlikely. He's yeah. He's, at the highest level of difficulty. He said he, he – I need to get the quote, but he basically said he's not worried about Tommy Gant. Yeah. That. Tommy Gant is someone to be worried about. I watched that guy – I refer to this often because it is ingrained in my memory forever. I watched that guy practice at NC State his senior year, and I forget the poor soul that was his partner because he, you know, he practices with Adam Hallson, but it was with someone else. He did not let this guy off the wall for like – 15, 20 minutes straight, he's just pounding him against the wall and wouldn't let him. It's like making the guy get out. It was, it was on, it was, uh, it was unbelievable. So yeah, that is in my brain, and that could be. Justin should just be glad it's a wrestling match and not a practice room situation because he'd just be against the wall forever. Here's here's one that I I wonder if is possible. My Tuesday headline: Colin Moore, Colin, ninety-seven kilo champ at senior nationals that's a good one i, I like think that one. i think he will be there eventually i don't know if he is now but that's my headline i like it i like that headline if you don't have it yet bracky i will answer uh nomad switch question okay i it. got it no i got it oh hailstorm crushes fort worth qualifies for olympic trials there Whoa! it is there it is <laughs> A lot of injury defaults on the backside. Man, he's gonna need he's gonna need a, a hailstorm of injuries. Uh, Is he was he involved in the uh, Nof Chenzo decision to not register? Have they been paid off with a, Ooh, a free flow subscription? Oh, that's spicy. I like that. I don't know. After rides bulls for weeks straight. Yes, <laughs> credits bull riding for <laughs> qualification process victory. Twenty nineteen. Best wrestling Christmas gift. It's simple. What? It's a full sus- wrestling subscription. Thank you, Bracky. Oh. You dummy. That's great. That, I thought, or that's a the, dummy, the dummy was to Christian, not to the person that asked yeah. the question. Yeah. That or an LDR headgear. One of the two. <laughs> yeah. You just ruined or made our LDR sponsorship uh, opportunities go out the out the door. I, I think I think they should be happy. <laughs> okay. Anything else before we go? I really, uh, I really think we should try to do something over the next week in some way, shape, or form. I don't know how. I don't know how we're gonna do it. They're probably gonna say it can't be done, but I think we can do it. I'm gonna do just because I talk myself into it. I'm gonna do secondary Tuesday headline in case we don't. <laughs> okay. That. All right. Well, I'll do a tertiary Tuesday headline then. I'll do a back page. 
Tis the hell. Oh boy. I'll do okay. an obituary. I'm gonna do an obituary. Get his naughty list. Um, I'm doing an obituary when you're done. Wow. <laughs> I'm doing a letter to the editor when we're finished with this. Wow. This one I'm gonna put at the top of unlikely, but Pitt wins Southern Scuffle. Ooh. Three champs. Dang. I like it. Hmm. That's a Tuesday headline. That's a Tuesday headline. Hey. Fair is fair. That's a Tuesday headline. We like right Gavin. Nice job. Love Gavin. That, that would be Nothing crazy. Nothing but respect for the Keith Gavin administration. They're going to need to lean heavy on the, the, on Nino. Up, on the, also, on the upside, though, because there's— They're also going to need to move the scuffle between now and Tuesday, but— <laughs> It's the that's Tuesday— gonna, That's the ultimate obstacle. It's the Tuesday—I uh, uh, don't know why I pulled that up. It's the Tuesday of the 7th. Seven. Okay, okay. You're going to want to you're going to want to watch the 7th. That's all I'm going to say. That's going to be a very special FRL. You will rue the day that you missed it. 500th episode? Yep, we're going to well, We've already started it. planning for that. Yeah, that's going to be epic. Yeah. Are we good to go? <clears throat> we're good to go. All right, thanks. Um Caleb, Caleb in the back. Caleb from the block. Feel free to play us out. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year here at Flow Wrestling. We are so excited. Look at him. Christmas is Saturday. No. It's next next Wednesday. No, it's Saturday. All these kids are like, yes! No kids. He doesn't know. He doesn't own a calendar. For all of you that don't have shopping done, it's not Saturday. It's not Saturday. Friday, Saturday is still like five golden rings time. Yeah. 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 More calling birds. Shout out to Tommy DiCarlo, old coach of uh, Golden Ring Wrestling. <laughs> Saturday, look, Saturday you get the finals from day one, right? So you get so you get these these cool women's Greco finals, and you get all the men's freestyle. You get the second day at the start of women's freestyle. That is Christmas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Christmas is 25th. No. December 25th. You know what? Man. Yeah, you're right, buddy. Saturday's Christmas. <laughs> um... But seriously, thank you guys for listening. We hope everyone has safe travels. We will all be traveling. He's going to Colorado Springs in South Dakota. You're going back to uh, Baltimore County. You're staying here. I'm staying here. I'm going everywhere. You already know about my trip with the ferrets and all that whole situation. Uh, Yeah, Katie got nervous uh, this morning when she saw my bag and all that I had in it. She's like, this is going to be tight. But you know what? We're going to figure out a way to get all our stuff. You'll get there. You're not getting back with all the gifts. I'm very much regretting not coming back to Austin because that would be three days less worth of clothes, and I'm, like, pretty – got my stuff packed in pretty tight. All right, well, that's because you just travel with backpacks. Yeah. You, like, refuse – He's just, like, more backpacks. <laughs> no, I have – I have a, I need a bigger piece of luggage, and then I have a large coat because it's going to be cold. Yes. So that's taking up a lot. Baltimore County? Yes. Big trust. Why be less than you can be more? Amen. And with that – Thank you so much. We will be back sometime soon. Watch Senior Nationals, Midlands, Scuffle, all live on Flow. Thank you very much.